The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the December 21st edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher getting ready to break down a busy Friday night slate. Got a few teams on our front end of a back to back after a very light Thursday. Gonna talk quickly about Thursday because there's some injuries. Just want to get to it for you season long guys who listen to this DFS stuff. Uh, with me to do so is Ryan Knoss. What's up, man? How uh how are your teams faring with the injuries lately? Any Chris Paul ownership? Any Jeff Teague? What are you looking at? I have zero Chris Paul ownership, but I have a 16-team league with a bunch of the guys from Roto Grinder. Shout out to them. My team is just done. Like I like Uh-oh. seriously, it's a 16-teamer and it's a points league. So if you're hurt in like a nine cat, you could kind of like wiggle your way to like focus on getting like three or four categories. You know, maybe or th- two or three categories, I guess. Yeah. But like it's a 16-team point. I'm getting blown out every week because um. Uh, Levert, Prince, uh, I, I can't even go. Like I, I seriously can't even fill a roster because there are all these O's next to my team. Yeesh. But uh, besides that, I'm look, looking pretty good. A couple of my favorite leagues are starting to come around. One team I'm really banged up to, but um, starting to get a little healthier now. I need Prince to come back. But um, nice. I, got, I got airplane mode on pretty much every 12-team league I have. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped about him. How about nice. you? Uh, avoided any situations like what you're talking about. I've got a, I've got a lot of Barton. So uh, yeah. I held on to him in a couple leagues, you know, depended if I had an IR spot, basically. Um, Gary Harris, I, I had in a bunch of leagues, so that kind of stung. Um, some of it was self-inflicted, like, you know, a league where I had two IR spots drafted to Marcus Cousins, and now I've got, like, four injured players, and he's just clogging up one of those spots. Yeah, almost Christmas, I feel like it could be out there. Yeah, Christmas. I'm hoping. Fingers yeah. crossed. And, uh, yeah, decided to stash Kevin Love on my IR in a couple yeah. leagues. Um, so, you know, yeah, it, it happened. It that's happens. On you. That's we on all you. Have our own, our own sob stories. Yeah, for sure. But, um, just quickly, like, just because I know DFS is, um, you know, we're not really going to cover the Rockets or Heat for a little bit. So I just want to talk about them super quick. I mean, both, I wrote, uh, the Borbs last night. I literally did everybody who played. Uh, so it was 19 Borbs for that game. But I just want to talk about, um, what now is CP3, man? I mean, this right hammy thing, or left hammy thing, excuse me, just won't go away. I had the right hammy last year. He's had hammy injuries before. I'm um, going to get the MRI today. MDA said he's going to be out, um, quote, sometime. So, I mean, Harden's going to be ridiculous. Like, his his per 36 without Paul is stupid. Like, it's like f- almost 40 points and I think 12 dimes on. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, and then, obviously, um, Joe Green started the third quarter. I think Daniel House gets more minutes. Brandon Knight is not, uh, Brandon Knight, excuse me, not right. Uh, I don't trust him at all, but um, just quickly on Harden, uh, per 36, it's 37, 6 boards, 10.3 dimes, 2.4 steals, and 5.4 trays. And he's hot now. Um, yeah. So he's just, you're going to put him in your lineup pretty much for the for the foreseeable future. But um, yeah, what do you think about um, this whole Rocket situation? I mean, first of all, it's going to be tough for them to stay in the, in the playoff hunt. I think Harden can carry them for a while, but... They they're just not that deep a team this year. Um, just lots of struggles. I'm 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 intrigued by Eric Gordon. He's had a tough year, but we've seen with Chris Paul out in the past, he's the guy who really steps up. Other than Harden, obviously, just taking his already ridiculous league leading usage to a whole other level. Um, Thirty eight point eight with a uh, CP three off the floor. By the way, is that this season? Uh, yeah. Yeah, last season without C- in the games that CP missed, his usage was identical. Basically, it was thirty eight point nine. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Eric Gordon's usage last year also bumped up a little bit, but it's mostly just the playing time spikes. So yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by him. Yeah, he's actually been bad in the instance where he's with Harden and without CP three. He's only shot twenty percent on threes uh, next to Harden without CP three. So yeah, yeah, his start... his efficiency has been brutal. Horrible. But... Yeah. So he should get hot. Uh, moving to Miami, man. 
Uh, I, I didn't. I was out when the Dragic news broke down, and I was on. I was on. A, I've been trying to hike every day, getting getting my New Year's resolution started yes. early. But um, I was like, oh man, I pretty much went to the waiver wire and like every everywhere I could, started picking up Heat players because they're going to be so thin, man. They, they don't have perimeter defense. They don't have perimeter. They're running out of ball handers with Winslow being hurt too. He should be back soon, but Dragic is going to be out until the All Star break, possibly longer, um, with the knee surgery. So yeah. Um, Bam's playing straight five right now. We saw him play a little bit of four, but I feel like, and we even saw them go small. Um, thought James Johnson had one of his best games of the season last year, as far as just like how he looked. But they were off Sunday, so kind of grain of salt there. I'm not really buying him yet. But uh, like I said, I have so much Derek Jones Jr. right now. The blocks and steals have been great. Uh, there was a story I saw just now from the Heat website talking about how they wanted to crash the boards more. Plays three positions, which is my favorite thing about him. And um, as soon as he makes free throws, he's capable of making them. But um, if he starts making free throws, went to the line 11 times last night. Um, so yeah. he looks he looks tremendous, man. Closed out. And he's taking minutes from Magruder. So I would probably, um, I mean, after Richardson and um, Whiteside, uh, am I forgetting? I guess I would take Tyler. I don't know. I would maybe, I may take Derek Jones Jr. over over Tyler Johnson. I want both should be hey, on though. You, you can have it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I uh yeah, man, he's looked awesome. I think he's played every single minute in the fourth quarter for the past like six games now, something like that. Um we saw Hassan Whiteside finally got some fourth quarter minutes the other night. That's encouraging as someone who owns him, but really Hassan's fine. He only needs yeah. twenty five a night anyway. Yep. Um I'm I'm big into uh, airplane mode. I I think I'm jealous of you with all that ownership. I think I was l- a little bit late on him. Uh, I keep I kept expecting him to tail off. I I was talking to Straub on a pod the other day, and Derek Jones Jr. recently is averaging something like 2.3 steals, 1.4 blocks. The only player, and not that he's going to do that for the season, but the only players to average that are Jared Wallace, uh, the Admiral, MJ twice, and someone else whose name i forget uh so anyway just elite defensive production um so i'm into him tyler johnson too i've picked up in a bunch of leagues i think as you mentioned they're pretty thin they need ball handlers uh spolster did say that he's going to slot justice winslow in as point guard so you know grab winslow if you want to i think he'll be back uh He'll be back soon. He's not playing Thursday, but it sounds like he's day-to-day. Yeah, big winner from the Dragic injury besides Derek Jones Jr. and Johnson. I think Winslow should definitely be on when he gets yep. back. Um, yeah, like you said, he Spolet, uh, airplane mode loose in the last six. 10.3 points, nine boards, no dimes, 0.5. Uh, 2.2 steals, 1.5 blocks on 55% from the field, plus 0.5 trays. So, um, yeah, definitely pick him up. Okay, uh, and then play him in DFS too, especially Fanduel with the defensive stats. Get your three points, man. Do some damage. Back to back coming up. Back to back coming up, man. Do you think that someone's gonna sit? Pie and Wade's gonna sit. So definitely in the game, Wade sits, man. Like fire up airplane mode. For yeah, sure. and he he was only fifty two hundred last game they played. So yeah, I assume fine. he'll go go up. But as long as he's under six, I'll probably take him. Yeah, even if he's you know six one, I mean he'll probably get you thirty minutes without without weight. I would consider him over six. Okay, so let's hop into this thing here. Uh, we got Detroit at one hundred eight, Charlotte one twelve. Um, Casey's talked a lot about threes. I mean this rotation's kind of a mess here, and also recent injury news. Andre Drummond's sick. He is probable. Blake was probable on Wednesday. Played through it. Um, got an IV. So hopefully Drummond doesn't have the same thing here. And I pretty yeah. much takes him off the board for me. Uh, but Pistons-wise, is there anybody here that you're looking at? Um, I'm not too... I mean, obviously if Drummond's out, then you've got to consider Blake, I guess. Yeah, that could work for me. Um, it, it, he is probable. So, I mean... Yeah, I get... You know, I guess I'd give Reggie Bullock a look. He's coming off a huge game. Uh, I think he yeah, he put up 40-plus fantasy points in his last game versus the Wolves. He's getting huge minutes. Uh, 43. You know. yeah, 43 in the last one, career high, 33. Yeah, seven. wild. Uh, so he, he's in the mix. Uh, I wish I could say better things about Stanley Johnson, but he's he's nowhere near for me. Um, yeah, and Bullock, yeah. to tie in the quote from uh, Casey, said... Uh, they've got a quote, let him fly. Bullock took 12 threes. Um, Blake took 10 as well. So, I mean, yeah, you look at your... Bullock was a great three-point shooter last year. Started out really slow. So, yeah, definitely a guy who... You know, he's probably not going to break the slate, but, uh, I mean, obviously his ownership may be high, but I feel like he's going to benefit from that. And then Kennard, maybe, I guess, is probably going to stick in the starting lineup. 
Yeah, possibly him. I guess if you're really looking for some pump plays, uh, Langston Galloway is not the worst. Uh, 3,600, he's going to get minutes in the mid-20s, maybe high-20s. So another guy worth worth a look. Yep. Um, moving on to Charlotte here and Reggie Jackson. Been pretty good too lately. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played him in DFS ever. And I'm not going to start tonight. <laughs> I don't dislike him. I feel like he could be... He's cheap. He's yeah. 5,500. That's, That's pretty, pretty good, good man. But... Yeah, I think he's yeah. an option if you want to go after this game. And um, just the, the playing time worries me. He played 33 minutes versus the Wolves. Prior to that, hadn't played more than 28 minutes in his past six games. Yeah. So, yeah, I just don't like guys who don't consistently get uh, get the playing time. Got decent usage against Charlotte last Wednesday on the 12th. Uh, he went 18 okay. points. Um, for six of fifteen from the field in twenty-seven minutes. No, so no supporting bad. stats though. That's one of the issues. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Much, much, pretty much most of the Pistons, besides the two big guys, are, are going to have to make their money in the points category. Um, and Blake did pretty decent against Charlotte the last game, twenty-six, ten, and seven. So, um, yeah, I definitely a guy I would consider. Uh, moving to Charlotte, let's start off with Kemba Walker being ice cold. You and I chatted about this in Slack the other day. Um, dug in a little deeper. His last 12, he's only shot 36% in the paint. Uh, so that's a big reason why. Obviously, his three-pointers aren't going in as much as he gets more defense on him, which James Brigo has cited. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm down. I'm always down for Kemba. I feel like, you know, he's at home. Um, again, big usage against the Pistons in the last game, 25 shots from the field, 13 at, at the line, um, and he had 31-8-9. I think this is the game where he was horrible to start and got hot late. I'm not sure on mm. that. But um, what, what do you think on Kemba, man? I'm all right. I mean, it, the the slump has been brutal. Uh, fortunately for him, the Pistons are not good defending point guards. They're one of the easier matchups tonight. A uh, bit of a knock on Reggie Jackson there. But, yeah, Kemba, I mean, Kemba's pricey. I think I'm not going to want to spend 9600 to get him. Yeah, he's you know? too expensive. Too like. pricey. So uh, th- there's too many other studs I'd rather have. Uh, there's plenty of good punts we'll talk about. There's plenty of good mid-range guys. So I'm, he's going to have low ownership. That's that's a positive. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not spending almost 10K on him. Uh, he does shoot way better at home. 45% from the field at home versus 39% on the road. Um, for whatever that means. Been a pretty good sample. 18 and 12 games home and road. So, yeah, it's I, yeah. I don't hate it, but, man, I wish it was like 8-6 instead of 9-6. Sure. Okay, um, Cody Zeller's been playing pretty well. You feel like he's going to have to get some pretty decent minutes. Obviously, the foul concerns could be an issue against Drummond. But um, what do you make of him? Anybody? And NKG coming off um, a huge game with the defensive stats. He was one of the best plays of the night uh, on Wednesday in a great matchup against uh, Cleveland. Anybody else here? Lamb should get minutes. And also, I should add, too, um, Borrego, they had a practice where it was the coaches working with just the younger guys, uh, and they had the starters and vets watching film. So that mm-hmm. pretty much made me think of Malik Monk, who was a uh, DMPCD in the last game. So keep an eye on that. Um, Zeller in the last game, 27 minutes, 12-9. and nine, So I feel like he's an okay, like, cheap play. But um, I would play Zeller if Drummond is out. and Not, not that yeah. Drummond is, is some you know, lockdown defender, don't get me wrong. But but without him, who do they have? I mean, they're going to be playing John Luer minutes at center. They're going to be playing Jaja Pachulia. I, I just feel like Zeller could, could really go to work if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, okay, anybody else you want to add? I mean, I can't... I no, don't Lamb's like a little too pricey at 7K. I think otherwise I'm pretty much off the Hornets. Yeah, all right, let's move on here. Uh, interesting game here. We got Philly at Toronto on the front end of a back-to-back. They're at Philly on a national game tomorrow. So, you know what that means, Mr. Kawhi Leonard. Um, no Lowry. Surge is questionable with that knee thing. Not exactly the fastest healer in the world. Um, what do we got here with the Raptors? You, I cannot play Kawhi, even if he's not an injury report. Um, this is Cavs at Raptors, right? Yeah, did I say that wrong? Cavs are projected. I, I think he's at Philly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, they, uh, the, the Raptors play at Philly tomorrow. Oh, I see. That's what I was saying. So, um, okay. yeah, big, big spread of the night. 12-point um, spread. Uh, 111 for the Raptors, 99 for mm-hmm. the Cavs. Uh, I'm going to start off with Pascal Siakam, who's just balling. Uh, hands down, most improved player to this point, I think. I had a question on Twitter on that a second ago. Um, played 12 minutes at center in the last game. He's played 37 minutes at center all season, plus 5.7 net rating. 
37 minute sample 21.6 boards five dimes two steals and four blocks so putting up good numbers there uh, again a lot of usage available especially if Kawhi's out so he's expensive but he is worth it um, against a Cavs defense it's really bad so uh, I'm surprised that Vegas had the spread pretty big uh, given the situation with the possible B2B so um, yeah I think this isn't a bad game to go after I'd love Siakam today though yeah, you got to think so. First half of a back-to-back against the Cavs. So if they're going to rest Kawhi, this would be the night, right? You would think, yeah. So, yeah, I'm loving Siakam. I mean, he's cheaper than we just mentioned Jeremy Lamb at 7000 Siakam's cheaper than him on FanDuel tonight. Um, the only pause I have is Kawhi. Ka- no, Kawhi's rested on the road in every game. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, that's a factor. But I feel like, I don't know, man. Why would they not have him rested and ready to go versus, You would you think know. that's the case, right? But again, yeah. I mean, this is, what are we going on? It's many, and we're going off not just one or two games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All eight games on the road that he's resting. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, some of that are, most of them, are, some of them are road-road splits for whatever reason. Um, see, that was a road-road yeah, they're all mostly road roads. Oh, they're no, yeah, they, okay. Oh, actually, check this out. Um, so they had the Bucks and they had the Bucks at, uh, on the road, rested yeah. him for that game, and then played him at Philly at home. So that was okay. a back to back, and then yeah, yeah, they they've been playing. Uh, they had a home road split with Boston, and then rested him at Washington. But I'm this trying is, to this... think when in the day they've announced whether he'll rest or not. Like, no, usually should... what they've been doing is, like, he's questionable with, like, a sore hip or something, which which kept right. him out multiple games. But, like, usually they give you an idea he's going to be questionable, which is probably what they're going to do. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, he could be like, oh, yeah, I don't feel like working. I don't feel like playing today. I don't know. And we got, so Ibaka's questionable as well. Yeah. He's, he's going to With a sw- swollen knee, just sat out Wednesday. Obviously, JV is out. Um do you have any? I mean, wow! Raptors are all sorts of banged up. Yeah, so you, they actually closed out with um, Lorenzo Brown, uh, which was the last six minutes of the game. They went Van Vliet, Green, Kawhi, Siakam at the five, and then Lorenzo the Brown, who little, barely little played. Zoe in there. Yeah, yeah. Who barely played. So that was kind of stunning. That was bad. I didn't like to see that as a Delon Wright guy. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if Kawhi's out, then I feel like Fred Van Vliet, you've got to like. I mean. He's only fifty three hundred. He's he's a play regardless. I mean, Kyle Lowry out. I mean, you, I think you have to. He's play chalk. Yeah, he's already chalk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like he's better at home. Maybe I'm tripping on that. Yeah, I am. <laughs> he's uh he's a little bit better on the road. But either way, I feel like he can be a big spot. This is just a, such a great spot for him, man. Yeah. Against fantastic. the Cavs defense, like he's oh. going to be highly highly owned, but definitely play. Um, anybody else here besides Siakam? Van no, Danny Green's a little banged up. Yeah. Um, you know, not into obviously CJ Miles. Greg Monroe's been a disappointment. Um, no, that's about it. Boucher for some garbage time? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll stick with Van Vliet and Siakam and call it a day with Toronto. Yeah. Monroe, no? I don't think so. Yeah, I, he's I, all right. I mean, I don't love him, but did he get a price pump? I didn't really look into his price yet. Uh, he's sitting at four three, okay. so not that not that bad. There's another guy that's three hundred dollars more who I'd rather play, which we will talk about shortly. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Cavs side of this, um, Larry Drew said he likes Alec Burks and Jordan Clarkson together on the bench. That was probably why they started. Um, you know, they bumped him for Nuwaba, who may still be on a men's limit. But a guy who really came out the last game, um, Jaron Blossom game. Uh, Larry Drew going for the the low level pun, saying he quote. Yeah, he continues to blossom. Good one, dude. Um, <laughs> where did he well, get I mean, he could have at least said his game continues to blossom. Right? I mean, it was, Try it was, a little bit. It was right there. But <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Larry Nance really quick. Uh, leading the team in passes over the last three games. Uh, he had 10.3 potential dimes. Uh, only got 6.3. So I feel like more dimes have been left on the table, too. So, yeah, man. I mean, this guy flirted with a triple-double. He's going to get more minutes. He's finally starting, it looks like, now. Um, again... Uh, I feel like Drew's. I mentioned this in my column on Tuesday. Like I feel like they mentioned, uh, like Drew's finally done messing around, uh, and he's going to put him in there. So, oh, thank um, you. Yeah, right. I mean, Nance. I mean, he's expensive now, but he's seven three. But yeah. I still think he's worth it, man. Um, not the best it. matchup, but 
Good. You know, yeah, and I think if you look at the Raptors season long stats for centers, it's it's not it's not doesn't look like a great matchup. But you got J V out, you got Ibaka banged up. Um Yeah, Monroe I mean, can't defend. Exactly. I was just gonna say Sorry. Monroe is not known for his defense. Um so I yeah, I th- I think Nance you're not poaching him anymore. He's seven three as you said, but um I think he's great. Past past two weeks, Toronto's been a top ten opponent for bigs. So you want to target them suddenly with your centers. Nance is right there. He's got a huge role. He you know, he's got that stat stuffing ability where even if he doesn't score a lot, he'll get the dimes, he'll get the steals and blocks. So I love I love guys like that. And it looked like he had this moment, um, what was it, Wednesday? Wednesday or the day before that, when he uh Sexton was like handling the ball and Nance was like, Yo, give me that. Like he didn't yeah. want him to <laughs> thought that was great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he's he's pretty much locked into his role right now. I mean, he, I don't think he's really going to bust you. So he's pretty pretty solid cash play, uh, even though he's priced up. He should be. Like, even if, yeah, Saturday's hey, pretty high. But This is one of those those days, and we'll talk about more of them, but I, I wish there were two centers he could play in, in a fan duel. Yeah. Kind of makes me appreciate DraftKings, where you could flip between, you know, certain players will have dual eligibility, things like that. It gives you a little more uh, flexibility. Definitely. Uh, so speaking of anybody else here, I mean, Corkson's still pretty cheap, non-back-to-back. Hood, I don't really like it 4-1. Like you said, really scoring-dependent. Uh, Jetty Osman playing some power forward as well, uh, but it's mostly been Nawaba and Blossom Game. Anybody in here that you're looking at? Uh, Sexton's priced down a little bit, 4-7. Uh, possible guy to look at here. Anybody else that you would play? Blossom game maybe? Uh, Blossom game's cheap. Three, He's been play, playing pretty well the past two games. Um, I don't like the matchup against Toronto regardless of how many guys are out. Um, so, I, But I'd say Blossom game, Clarkson, and uh, and then obviously Nance with a bullet. Yeah, I think um, you know if you're looking for cheap guys to play um, and you want to get Davis in there whatever, you know, you want to play some guys under four, like three, seven Blossom game if, um, for garbage time and hopefully does damage there. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on here. Uh, good game here. One of my favorite games of the night. We got Indiana. As far as, like, games I want to watch, not necessarily DFS game. Anyways, uh, Indiana 106 at Brooklyn 104. Uh, the Nets are on fire. Um, they have uh, one of a few teams just ever to have an eight-game losing streak. Uh, and then go on a winning streak. Um, it's just playing great right now. Mm. Uh, still no Allen Crabb. Tyreek Evans has a bruised knee. Um, and I mentioned they played in a back-to-back set in the last game the Nets did. So uh, Atkinson said they changed their substitution patterns to get guys in better shape. Uh, that's why we saw Shabazz Napier play the third or start the third quarter there. Um, obviously, Rody Karuks has been pretty good. Um, what do you make of this game here? Uh, and obviously, Tindwitty's a superstar right now. Yeah, uh, man, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not really into it. Like, I, I think Joe Harris could have a big game, or he could kind of flop. Uh, all right, Jay's warming up a little bit, but I don't. I still don't really trust him in this matchup. Um, Jared Allen, his best asset for DFS is getting torched by opposing centers right now, so I'm probably going to avoid him. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Other than Napier, who I haven't really checked his... Uh, Can't do it. Sorry, I, he's been out of the rotation before that, so I feel like that it was a back-to-back related thing. Yeah, Din- Dinwiddie's only 7-1. I still like him. I think that yeah. would be a solid play, but um, otherwise I'm not really too into the Nets, I'll say. Yeah, I'm not really into it either. I feel like Karuks is... I mean, he was fine being dirt cheap and off the radar. Now it's kind of secrets out. Um, but yeah, I'm not too. I, I don't really like Allen either. Obviously, uh, obviously, it's Miles. Miles Turner has just been tremendous. I feel like they may shy away from him and go into Ed Davis a little bit more. Um, they've been know. splitting. I think past five, six games, they've been splitting minutes evenly, like 21, 22 apiece. Yeah, there's a couple games that he just got buried. Like yeah. Allen's hitter. This could definitely be one of those games where he doesn't get 20 minutes. Right. But I mean, Allen's still playing. His blocks are finally coming back, which has been making me a little bit angry in my season-long leagues. But yeah. <laughs> uh, he's starting to block again. Actually, I got a crazy trade offer uh, on the table that I haven't turned down. Uh, it was someone sent me for for Jared Allen. They sent me for Chris Paul, and I didn't take it. Is that crazy? So you you would have gotten CP for Allen. I have a million guards. And this like, is right after the injury. This I was assume? sent to me right before the pod started, and I was like, Oh, eh, wow. I don't okay. want to do it. Yeah, I'd wait till that MRI comes in. <laughs> yeah, that MRI is like ah, data, data, don't don't trade for pending MRI players. That's yeah. just well, a good a good like rule. bench players. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I'm I'm good to move on here. Like you said, Dinwiddie just drive festival. He's been driving everyone, but the Pacers defense is pretty good. So yeah, 
on the Pacers side, I'm actually loving Thaddeus Young. Um, his price dropped. He's only five five point eight. He's averaging th- almost thirty eight fantasy points over the past few weeks. Now, obviously, that's that's weighted by his sixty point eruption. Uh, he had another one almost fifty the, uh, a couple days later, but he's cheap enough. His role is is steady. I love this matchup versus the Nets, so I'm into him. And as we mentioned, the Nets are just getting slammed by opposing centers, so that puts both Miles and uh, Sabonis on the board. Yeah, um, and you mentioned Thad. Uh, he's playing such great defense right now, um, yeah. so that takes Ronda off the board for me. But um, other than that, yeah, I mean, Miles is going to be really good. He had a pretty good game against um, Jared Allen in the last game. That's before he went hot. Like This is when he was cold and he had a decent game. Now, Miles just looks amazing. Um, for whatever reason, he just looks like he's better than just, I don't know what happened to him, but he's just been clicking. I try to figure it out. Like, looking at his, it, like his, yeah, his speed only, and all this other stuff, right. but he just looks so locked in right now. Yeah, the only thing I can think to attribute it to is that while Oladipo was out, he was kind of unleashed. So he got you know he got his rhythm, got his confidence. Suddenly, oh, if, if I have an open shot, I'm putting it up. You know, He wasn't deferring, and I think that's really carried over even with uh, Oladipo back. Yeah, he's been just hitting open shots. I talked about him a lot on my Tuesday column, and um, I think it's just open shots of just yeah, rainbow threes. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. It. His, uh, as of Tuesday, it may have changed, but he had an identical usage rate with Depot versus without him. So, wow. it was, um, yeah, was, he's just been so, so good. So, definitely, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer play. Like, oh, yeah, against the Nets play them. Um, Depot against the Nets, I feel like that could be possibly something to look at. Uh, I feel like he's going to be back. Had some time off now. What do you think? Uh, yeah, and his price hasn't really gone up that much. He's still eight, uh, 8.3. Pretty good. I th- yeah, I, I think he's got it in him. This is a great matchup. Um yeah, he's he's fine. I mean, put it this way, I'd much rather play him than someone like uh, like Kemba tonight. Yep, uh, got the double revenge game for Boyan and Thaddeus Young as well. So if you want to <laughs> go into that route, but yeah, this game, I feel like this game, if I had to if I had to pick a game that goes to overtime, uh, I would pick this one. I think. Yeah, think? that's that's reasonable. Yeah, I feel like this. And the what's next... what's the uh, Vegas expectation? Two Let's point see. They, spread. They got... Yeah, they got Pacers by three on ESPN. Okay, yeah, yeah, got a. Um, so yeah, that's that's close. Boston and Milwaukee's another another good pick. Uh, okay, so I'm good to move on here. I guess got a lot of games yeah, to cover. Yeah, that about covers it. All right, so we got Atlanta 115 at New York 117. Another really a lot of close games in this slate today. Uh, still no Prince, still no Trier, no Mitchell Robinson. Um, Fizdale had talked about how poorly these offenses, or excuse me, the defenses played. Uh, they have the second worst net rating of any. Lineup with at least 100 minutes, um, obviously, and his canter being in there is bad. Uh, Fizdale said, quote, they're ugly, but it's like, uh, what can I do other than get to work and try to fix things that are, they're screwing up? So they're going to stick with it, it sounds like. But, um, yeah, sticking with the – so just quickly on Hardaway Jr., no back-to-back here, but I can't play him, man. I mean, this guy's playing through a plantar fascia thing for three weeks, he said. So, I mean, you'd pretty much just – no thing. I mean – Everything it's it's if he was healthy, I'd love him, right? Hawks terrible defense, can't sure. defend wings, revenge game. Like it just sounds like Tim Hardaway Jr.'s night, and maybe you could still play him, but he can't do it in cash. He's just he's risky. Yeah, I, I'd try to get out from under this guy and season long anywhere I could. Oh, for uh, sure. Plantar fasciitis is two words you don't want to hear associated with your players. But I don't know. I mean, he was hot. He missed that one game, and then he lit up. The Sixers for 27 points, five times, a couple steals, uh, dropped a 40 for fantasy. So I, I think he's in play. I don't, you know, for DFS, if he's active, he could smash the Hawks. They're just easily the best uh, opponent to target tonight. So I'm kind of into him. I'm actually into Emmanuel Moutier. Um, I hate that we, I, I am too, I hate that. I know, no, I don't <laughs> like it, I'm not, I don't like it. Uh, and I, another guy I don't want anywhere in season long, but for DFS, I'll take a shot. His price just dropped 900, which is, I think, tied for the biggest drop of anyone tonight. So he's just a 6.4, that's reasonable. He's been doing really well, the Hawks, there's no better matchup for point guards. Uh, so he's in play, and then I'll also give a little love to Ennis Cantor, just because... You know, the, of course he can't defend, but I, I gotta think he's got a massive game in him with Mitchell Robinson out. The minutes are there. Hawks are a terrific opponent, so I'll be queuing him up. 
Yeah, I think Luke Cornett uh, got popped in the face, or he got popped in the face once and started bleeding again later. So I feel like maybe he makes an impact. We saw, what, um, over the last weekend, uh, he closed uh, after Mitchell Robinson hurt his ankle. Yeah, and he was awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah, he was great that game. And then yeah. uh, I streamed him a couple games. He's been pretty much a flop since. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, and also, Damian, I'm with you on Cantor. I mean, you got to like him here in this matchup. Again, just the dream matchup here. Um, Deadman's fine, but I feel like Cantor could just bully him down there. Right. Um, you know, if he's gonna if Cantor plays thirty minutes in a good matchup, but like, you should make some money on that. Right. Um, I don't hate Vonley. Um, I feel like again, um, he's a better fit. I feel like he could play some center minutes as well. So I'm not totally against him. Uh, I'm Kevin with you Nass- there. Yeah. Yeah. Good. No, he's Vonley is cheap and. I mean, why make things harder for yourselves? Like, why play players against the Grizzlies when you can target the Hawks? <laughs> so I'm looking at the highest usage players on the Knicks, and I'm rolling them out there. I mean, it makes it pretty easy when you have an opponent this this lenient. And Kevin Knox, man, routinely high usage. He's still not priced up yet. Uh, yeah. 6'3", so he's going to get mid-30s. He's going to shoot 17, 18 shots, I think, in this matchup. Again, the yeah. Hawks can't defend the perimeter. He takes a lot of threes. So I feel like he's going to be pretty close to 20 actual points. Maybe get your five, six boards. I feel like he's a really strong bet to get to at least 30, 30 fantasy points. So definitely um, a guy I like a lot. I'm going to have a disturbing amount of Knicks on my DFS teams tonight. Yeah, he's been he's been just firing away here. Should be a fun matchup with him and John Collins. Uh, moving to the Hawks, I love John Collins. Um, I still think he's underpriced. I, he, I kind of flopped on him last Friday. Uh, that's really the only game he's been bad. Um, was against Boston. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, again, like I've been saying, he's going to be hitting 9,000 soon. Still not there yet. Uh, again, a good game to stack here. Uh, if you want some Hawks exposure, I'm definitely down with him. Yeah, he's solid. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. I wish he was 7-6 somewhere in there. But 8-4 eight, eight, is fine. But he's going to have to hit 40 to, to give you value. He should. Uh, I think he's got it. I think yeah, he's- oh yeah. He could definitely do it. Um so yeah, that's that's a fine play. Yep. I'm not really. I can't think of any other Hawks that I'm eager to play. I mean, I'm into Baysmore just a smidge, uh, just because of the matchup. If I really want to stack this game, you know, hope it goes to overtime or something. Um, Nets have been up the last two. Uh, you know, he's going to get you steals, pretty good amount. Uh, didn't have a steal last game, but um, he's averaging 2.5 steals uh, in his previous four before not doing anything on Tuesday. Um, you know, doing dimes have been there too. He's had um, 5.4 dimes in his last five games, so doing a little bit of everything. Uh, again, really good matchup for him, so I, I do like him a little bit. Um, I can't play Trey Young. I wrote about him again the other day, and it's like he's missed. He's like 14% on like catching uh, catch and shoot or whatever it was. It's read my column. It's just so bad. So I can't trust Trey. Um, and then yeah, no, it's kind of it. Nor, nor do I. Yeah. yeah, he's been so bad, man. Would you rather? So just quickly. Uh... And we can circle back at the end, but so John Collins, uh, I think I just said eight point three or something. Uh-huh. Uh, would you rather have him or Nance at seven point three? Collins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's close, but I, I, I just think Collins has, um, you know, he has a coach on his side. He's not going to worry about getting pulled or anything. Yeah. True. And again, it's a pretty, it's a better matchup for him too for Collins. I think. Yeah, it's very, so. very favorable. All right, we'll move on to my favorite topic of the night of the night here. Let's do it. All right, so we got Milwaukee at one eleven front end of back to back. So I guess be careful a little bit with some guys. Uh, and then Boston one twelve. Let's start with Boston. Uh, we got Marcus Morris. I almost said Markeith. Um, he was sore from practice on Tuesday. Didn't play on Wednesday. Sounds like he should be all right. Um, yeah. No Baines broken fourth metacarpal. Al Horford also out. And but the dancing bear should be available. But it doesn't matter if Dancing Bear is available because it should be the Time Lord time. Um, we saw on Wednesday, went off uh, another five-block game from him. 24 minutes, eight points, eight boards, one dime. He should be locked and loaded. Uh, Kyrie said he wants to play with him because he wants to throw lobs. Quote, um, I lost it here. Ha- uh, having a consistent lob throw at the rim where you can throw it around to the rim and you can go get it. Uh, you can see how easy it is for me and Rob, he said. Uh, Brad Stevens said, quote, that the Celtics didn't have much resistance in the middle except for Robert Williams. Um, so I feel like, hey, you talk about rim protection, you go against the Bucks. you want a good rim protector out there. So obviously it's not yeah. a great matchup for centers. 
Um, the Bucks defend the rim really well, but they're going to throw so many lobs. I feel like he can just dunk over everybody. So, And we were talking before, he's priced up. He's not cheap anymore. He's 4 6 I don't care. Uh, I still think he's a, a very, very, very good play. Um, again, I, I feel like that, as great as the Kyrie quote is, I feel like Steven's saying he didn't trust rim protection besides Williams. That That's just like the clincher for me. So I feel like he's got... You know, 25 minutes, um, you know, 25 minutes, I guess. Um, you know, 6.4 blocks per 36 minutes. Per 36 minutes with Kyrie without Horford, 16 points, 12 boards, 4.2 blocks on 82% from the field. C, lobbing dunks or Lobert Williams <laughs> or Lob Williams, as Danny Ainge said. So, um, I mean, uh, Thice is cheaper, but uh, I-, I don't care. I'd rather pay up for the block, especially in FanDuel. Did Ainge call him Lob Williams? I don't know. Yeah, he said on Twitter, he's That's like, awesome. I, I don't like, I don't like Time Lord. Let's call him Lob Lob Williams. Like, oh uh, well, okay. I was on board until he said he didn't like Time Lord, which the origin of that nickname, if if uh, listeners don't know, go go look it up. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's been terrific. You 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 hit a lot of the points. I was going to say his his blocks per minute. Um, I guess my only fear against the Bucks, as you said, he's going to be the last line of defense, the only real rim protection they have out there. He's averaging almost four fouls per 36. However, I don't, he hasn't had more than two fouls in any of his last four. So his nice. fouls have been well, down. Fouls are turning and, down he, and he doesn't need 36 minutes. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I sorry, I'm, I'm sorry I jumped on your throat. Like, don't defend my don't defend time. got to defend time more like that. No, it's okay. <laughs> sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. I'm saying I'm playing him everywhere. That That's my yeah. lone concern, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously Kyrie, Stevens, both talking him up. The Celtics without Baines, without Horford, I think Williams is an easy play. I'm not against playing both of them. I mean, Williams is a center on FanDuel. Tice is power forward. So For you sure. could have both of them in your lineup. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm down with that too. Yeah, especially with Marcus Morris questionable. So even though it does seem like he's going to play, maybe he's a little bit limited. That just helps more. Yabuselli might earn some minutes, but as you as you said, he's not going to really step on anyone's value. Yeah, I don't think so. And so, I'll add to they did play Thice and Williams together in garbage time like a week ago. Mm. So I mean, maybe that's on the table, especially against the Bucks. You want as much size as you can get against yeah. Giannis, so maybe that's on the table. There's some trickle down value here, I think, with with the big men so banged up, especially against an opponent like the Bucks that tends to go small sometimes with Giannis at center, etc. There could be more small ball lineups. So guys like Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier could be sort of subsidiary beneficiaries from from the small lineups. Not enough to really entice me to play them, but uh, just just worth mentioning. Uh, in the Kyrie at all? No. No? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I, am, I am a little bit. Um, no Horford. He's been really good without Horford on the floor. I did not write his per 36 minutes sets down, but I have them up right now. He's um, hot lately, but yeah. That, uh, so yeah, check this out: per, per thirty-six without Horford, mm-hmm. thirty points, five point four boards, six point seven dimes, two point four steals. Which is all a right then. Bump. Yeah, so it's not the best matchup against Bledsoe, but we've seen Kyrie, you know, get hot in bad matchups before. Uh, and again, he's playing really, really well. No back-to-back concerns for me, so I do like him a little bit, um, especially you know. He wants to throw lobs to Time Lord, so yeah. he's going to get dimes off that. So I feel like you know he's been diming more too. So um, And Brad Stevens, guess, actually yeah. too, one more thing too. Uh, Brad yep. Stevens said he didn't like sloppy passing in the last game. And Kyrie was really the only guy that delivered passes pretty well, I thought. So I thought mm. that was like, hey, um, you know, just let Kyrie win the offense more. So I yeah. do like Kyrie and Williams stacked together if you're – I probably don't like Giannis in the front end against Boston. But anyways, go ahead. No, that was a pretty compelling argument because I, <laughs> I, 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 I tend to let matchups dictate a lot of what I do in DFS and Bucks are a bottom five matchup on a busy busy night tonight for point guards. So typically, I mean, for me, that I almost out of hand write off someone like Kyrie. But you're right, situationally, without Horford, maybe, you know, as you should spikes, he's the focal point of the, of the offense even more than usual. Um, yeah, he's, that's intriguing. Yeah, I have Ir- Irving over Kemba. Um, yeah, I'd say the same. Advice. There's not too many. I'm not playing Kawhi. Um, I mean, I like I like LeBron a lot. I don't really like Giannis too much today. I mean, sure he's fine, but the front end scares me a little bit. But, How about a um, couple bucks? I'll mention. We'll we'll switch over there. Yeah. So speaking of point guards and Kyrie and Kemba, Eric Bledsoe dropped 700 bucks. So he's only 7.1 on Fanduel. 
I think he's worth a look. I mean, we just talked about how the Celtics don't have any rim protection out there beyond Robert Williams. Granted, he he's a one-man army when it comes to that. But um, So I think Bledsoe at 7.1 is worth a look. And I'm also kind of into Brooke Lopez. Uh, he's cheap. He's under 5K. He's probably going to hit value in 25, 30 minutes. And he's been good lately. Not, not fantastic. Doesn't have explosive upside. I think he's coming off a rather uh, poor game. But... I think he's a sneaky play at center. Yeah, I mean, I always like Brooke. He's so cheap. Minutes have always been there. Um, um, just quickly, too, uh, Ursan's out, so we'll see DJ Williams um, oh, yeah. off the bench. Um, he's been great. Um, Buttonholes really talked him up, talked up his bench in the last game, and pretty good win there from then. I don't know about Bledsoe. Um, I th- you would think, I, I mean, I guess they would put Kyrie on him, right? So that's probably a favorable thing. They have to, yeah. Not, yeah. A, I mean, Celtics haven't been a good matchup for for point guards, but I think a lot of that has to do with uh, with the rim protection, and it's not going to be there. Yeah, just last game uh, was Kyrie was on him uh, for thirty possessions. He actually shut him down, uh, only held him to three points in his thirty possession, which is pretty good from him. But yeah, I could definitely see Bledsoe going down. I'm, de- I'm in. I'm always into Bledsoe too. Uh, again, being priced down is nice too. Um, Middleton, no, thank you, or what? I hadn't even considered him. No, so, I don't. Yeah, it's, I didn't even look. I didn't either. Is his price still down? Uh, he's seven thousand, so yeah. not that expensive. But it, I mean, the Celtics aren't a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Middleton's been pretty disappointing lately. It's not really a guy I'm targeting. Yeah, uh, I just think they're at the. Are you? Are you on the? Put it, put it this no? way: Middleton hasn't hit more than thirty-five fantasy points in a month. Yeah, he was in the sixes earlier, but now he's in the sevens. So yeah. Sorry, what was the other one? Giannis Giannis was pretty decent last game at Boston. 33 points, 11 boards, 2 dimes, 3 steals. So he's not, I mean, he's pretty much matchup proof. I'm just more worried about the back-to-back. He is, but I'm not going to burn almost 12K to get him in a a rather tough matchup. Yeah, but it is, I mean, he's going to play, but I don't know. We'll see. It's a national game against, he's going to play, so... Uh, I'm, but, but I'm saying he's gonna play, but he's, I'm set to that like ten times here. But I just feel like they may dial him back or something at the end if it's a blowout or something. I'd know. rather have put put it this way. I'd rather have LeBron against the Pelicans. I totally agree. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, so moving right. on. <laughs> um, I always I always am like I always I'm so cautious whenever I say anything about Giannis. Anyways, um, Orlando 103, Chicago 100. Jonathan Simmons got ruled out just before we recorded. Um, no Portis, no Levine. Jabari Parker should play, it sounds like. Going to be probably game time. Should be in the rotation without Portis there. Uh, and the Cameron Payne question. We saw Shaq Harrison get some late minutes here. Kind of a low-key wing possible guy. Um, sticking with the Bulls here. I mean, with Levine out, that's got to put some guys on the board. Is there anybody here that you have in mind? Uh, I guess Markinen, Just because his usage is going to be sky high. He's kind of a mid-tier guy, 7.5. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I just kind of like him based on sheer opportunity. Without Portis, Jabari Parker should sounds like he'll play, but he's sick, so maybe he's a, he's bit, a bit limited. Obviously, Jim Boylan doesn't love him to begin with. And then, obviously, without Levine, that's just a ton of usage up for grabs. So who's their best offensive player? It's Lowry Markin, and I'll, I'll target him probably. Shocked he only shot the ball six times in the last game. And 32 yeah, that was, that was like, I, what the hell? Yeah, I'm okay with that because I think that will artificially depress his ownership where he should be considerably higher. I mean, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't hit 40 fantasy points tonight. So how would you feel about, I'll use the same question you used on me, uh, Markkinen or Lance? Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Nance? How much was Nance again? I forget. He so was right uh, there, right? 7-3, yeah, so they're about the same price. Yeah. Ooh, I, you know, I'll probably go marking it, and I think against the Magic, as I said, he's he's he should get all the shots. Yeah, you said six shots against the Nets the other night. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I'd probably take marking it. Lower ownership, I definitely like him more in tournaments, but I feel like um, I, I got. I think we got we have a straight reverse. Uh, I would have it Collins, Nance, marketing in in straight cash. Yeah. Like it, I feel I'd like. Yeah, I probably go. Well, Nance, I feel like has a higher floor. Let's. I'll, I will say that. Yeah, he's because he does so many things. But I, I probably, I probably take Lowry, Nance, and then uh, yeah. Collins. Yeah, uh, and then Chris Dunn shot. The, so Chris Dunn is who zapped up 
Markkinen's usage. He shot the ball 21 times. Um, pretty good line from him. He's got, he got priced up, though. I can't do it at that price. Um, I just I just can't. Um, anyways, what do you think about um, anybody? And, and like I said, Harrison's a fine punt. I think I think his minutes yep. are going to go up, especially he's three six. So you really can't do much better price wise. Maybe Tyus Jones if you're feeling that. But I like Sha- Shaq's one of my favorite punts. Really? Okay. For nice. sure, man. I mean, under four, like not going to find many guys there. Yeah, that's true. They're 36. I mean, that's can't can't do better. Yeah. Um, I'll throw. I mean, Justin Holiday is kind of interesting just because he pl- he's cheap. He plays huge minutes. Um, so I think especially for a cash game, he's pretty safe. Uh, you know, he, he, I think he's actually uh, in an article the other day I wrote. He was fifth in the league in total minutes played, which <laughs> which blew my mind. But uh, yeah, he's just getting tons of run. That hasn't changed under Coach Boylan, so I'm I'm rather into Holiday. Yeah. All right, moving to Orlando, the no Simmons thing that should put Wes and Wandu in the rotation um, would give Terrence Ross and Jonathan Isaac a little bit more leash, I would say. Um, still waiting for the big Isaac game, man. Still waiting for it. I feel like it could happen today against the Bulls. Uh, obviously, I don't love him, but uh, I would not be surprised if Isaac at 5-1 has one of those monster games against the Bulls where we're like, oh, this is the guy we drafted. But um, And Gordon's kind of... In, Gordon's assists are up as well. Um, so, yeah, I feel like he's okay. Not shooting the ball well at all. He's pulling his owners down in season long with missed shots. Um, and then DJ Augustine, he has like... Um, last 250 minutes, no steals, no blocks. I just find that hilarious. I had like <laughs> one block in the last three years. Love that. Uh, anyways, what do you what do you make of the Magic? Uh, that's tough. It's a fantastic matchup. I'm not gonna chase Isaac like you said. Maybe this is the night that he breaks out. Uh, yeah, that's too too thin a pretense for, for me sure. to to trot him out there. Uh, Gordon, I like. I think the Bulls can't defend. Gordon's their their go-to guy. I, I rather like him. He's been quiet lately, but I think he's got what it takes. And then uh, Vooch, obviously. Yeah. Um, how, how do you feel about Vooch? I might. I'm, he's almost must play for me tonight. Nine nine K up against the Bulls, who can't defend centers. I think he's gonna crush. Yeah, not too many big price centers on the slate here. I feel like if you're gonna go high there, um, I do like Cat though. I think I prefer Cat, man. Yeah. Fred 9-3 against the Spurs. That's fair. There's also so many values. Like, we've already talked about Robert Williams, uh, Greg Monroe, possibly, Brooke Lopez under 5K, Miles Turner at 7-3. There's so many good centers that it's a little bit tough to spend up for Vooch, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you on Gordon, too. Let's move on. I do not have many notes here for Utah 106, front end of a back-to-back at Portland 108. Uh, I'll just, I mean, I don't have anything real here. I always love Dame, but I don't have a really strong inkling to play him. Uh, so what do you think? No, I'm the same. Uh, CJ is kind of interesting because his price has dipped to its lowest all season, which is 6.3. Jeez, I don't, I I don't know. That. Yeah, real cheap. I don't know if that's influenced a lot by his dud in the last game or what, but um, the bad news is the Jazz are – suffocating opposing shooting guards they're the worst matchup in the league for shooting guards so uh, you know despite the low price again i'm a big matchups guy the jazz are a terrible matchup so i'm probably just gonna avoid this entirely yep Uh moving on here we got minnesota 108 san antonio 112 on the front of a back-to-back jeff teague is now out seven to ten days uh, that puts Derek Rose on the board. Like I, like I said, I, I do like Cat. Um, yeah, I like Cat. I'll just stay that. I'll just stick with that. And Rose is fine, but Cat's uh, the guy I want to look at here. Cat's very interesting. Um, I'm, I'm with you there. I don't like Rose though. He he had the biggest bump of the night, so his price went up 1100 to 7.3. Too pricey for me. You know, he's gonna have the ball a ton without Teague, but um. Yeah, I think Cat's the only guy I'm really looking at. Yep. Um, what about Lord Robert Covington? Uh, he was just tremendous uh, down the stretch in the last game. What was it 14 points in the fourth? Um, and what a great pickup he's been. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like his defensive set's going to be pretty good against San Antonio, so I'm kind of into that a little bit. He's he's not bad. He's finally really hit his stride. That, that knee injury seemed to sap his uh, enthusiasm for a couple games. He really struggled there, but... He looks like he's back to being himself, so he's he's a possibility. I wish he was cheaper. 
Yep, they had they were kind of light, um, you know, coming in games wise, but they're starting to get get it going here. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, Tyus is a straight punt, but like I said, I'd rather play um, Shaq Harrison or somebody like that. Um, I mean, Spurs. Um, I think Derek White could be a guy. So he's been starting every game in the last five except for one, and that was against Ben Simmons. So I feel like that's the matchup. He's played, I think, 18 minutes in the first half. Uh, stats weren't, weren't really there. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, uh, he's 4-2, so I'd rather play Harrison. But I feel like White has a slightly higher upside. Again, if, if um, you know, Cameron Payne's out and so forth, that would make Harrison a much, much stronger play. But um, I do like Derek White a little bit. Yeah, he's a, he's a possibility. Brent Forbes has had a couple nice nights, but the Spurs just seem to be a little too... A little too hit or miss Quickly for me. Quickly on so, Forbes, he was 5 for 5 uh, in the first quarter for 13 points. So uh, that's nice. pretty fluky. So I'm not really trusting Forbes. He's So I wrote uh, on his blurb the other day that he's basically, he went up against his Spider-Man meme in DJ Augustine because these guys never provide defense. They don't really dine for their position. They just pretty <laughs> much just shoot threes. So I thought that was, they're basically like identical. Yeah, and I don't know. So any any other Spurs intrigue you? I mean, do you ever go for Rudy Gay, Lamarcus Aldridge, any, uh, anyone like that? I don't really have anybody for this one. Yeah, same here. All right, just move on. Uh, sure. Memphis 105, Sacramento 107. Cronley got that. He's played 37 minutes each of his last active games. Didn't play on Monday, though. He's going to be on the injury report like forever now. <laughs> so this is something <laughs> we're going to have to deal with. Uh, Kyle Anderson also on the injury report. Looked better. Minutes are starting to come up again. Lots of questionables here. We got J. Mike, uh, Hammy Soreness. This is new for him. I think he plays. They called it Colt Soreness. Usually that means he's going to play. Um, Caspi had the illness. Su- surprise DMP after they sold us. It doesn't really matter. Um, Noah's got the heel. He's questionable. Trump questionable. And Bogdan questionable with the foot thing. Um, slow offense versus fast offense. Memphis isn't quite as slow lately. Um, so I don't. Lot, I mean, there's a lot of guys I'm like, okay. Like, if this was like a six-game slate, I'd be more into it. But there's other games I like a lot more. Um, anybody here that you're looking at? Scott Labissier has been in the rotation lately um, with Marvin Bagley out. Anything else you could see here? Not really. Another awful matchup in Memphis. Um, you know, and they're such a top-heavy team offensively with Conley and Gasol, both of whom are priced up, neither of whom really have that explosive upside that you'd want from the priciest guys i yeah i'm not loving it yeah i don't have a lot here either um I feel what like... about the the king side anyone anyone you're interested up against this uh memphis team not particularly i mean they played recently and i mean fox was pretty good in that game uh 23 and 10 dimes 36 minutes uh, had six turnovers you are gonna have to be a little bit worried about jaeger Getting angry and pulling his whole squad like he did the other day. Um, so I don't hate it. I feel like Bagley being hurt could get more usage to go around. Um, maybe Bielitsa to help space the floor against b- bigger guys like Jaron Jackson and so forth. So um, I yeah, mean, he's all right. Yeah. Bielitsa seemed like like the opportunity was there when you know Bagley went down. Mm-hmm. His his price was still depressed in FanDuel. That that was the time to strike. Yeah. And sure enough, he he hit pretty big. But that that game against the Wolves, where you just mentioned, where they pulled the entire starting five, didn't play them in the second half at all. I mean, that's just killer. Uh, and then Bielitsa wasn't good against the Thunder the other night either. So I'm kind of avoiding him. Fox is too pricey to play against the Grizzlies. Buddy Heald doesn't really do much beyond scoring, so I'm sort of off him. 26-year-old Buddy Heald. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just well, yeah what was with that? I read about yeah, that. Yeah, he said that um, you know he had all his documentation right that he was born in uh, 92. And, yeah. and you know, his passport, his license. Uh, he said his University of Oklahoma stuff all had 92 on it. But for whatever reason, the NBA had 93, so that he was off a year when he just turned <laughs> uh, 26 now on the 7th. So he's, uh, old. he's an old man, dude. Yeah. He's getting right there on the cusp of being in his prime, but hey, he's hot. I'm, I'm down, man. He's hot. Uh, 37 points in his last game. That's a career high. Chucking threes. He's basically like uh, Vivek Ranadive. Like, he's like Ben Curry. He's shooting like 11 threes a game right now. Um, he's making them too. So, yeah. sure, man. I mean, I, he's hot enough to play him. Obviously, he's going to be priced up and probably higher on than he should be. But I'm down. I just don't really like too much in this game. Yeah, I'm probably not going to chase that 37-point eruption. Yeah, so let's move on, unless you got something. 
Nah, we're good. All right, last game, high game of the night. Um, New Orleans 114, Lakers 120. Uh, these numbers are all rounded, if you haven't noticed that yet. Um, AD is questionable with the illness. Two locker room trips on Wednesday. For Had a weird fall. It didn't look like he rolled his ankle, man. I was like, yo, for real. If AD hobbles, like if he gets, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like if he jams his, I don't even know. What, what would not send AD to the locker room? Like if if someone like, I don't know. Anyways, I'm not going to go down that road. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's questionable. I think, I'm pretty sure he plays. Uh, Randall, I'm not sure on. Uh, he got ruled out according to Alvin Gentry on Tuesday for the Wednesday game. Pelicans listed him doubtful. That's one of those things where the PR people aren't talking to the coaches, so it was kind of stupid that they called him doubtful. Um, yeah. Nico, same thing. Uh, he is doubtful. Um, second time he's gone through this ankle thing, so I'm pretty sure he's out. Um, Darius Miller, red hot in the last game, hit five threes, 20 points. Probably looking at good minutes. I, I'm down, I guess. I feel like he's going to have to play a lot. Uh, he probably won't get the LeBron assignment. I would assume that's Solomon Hill. So that should help him, uh, you know, stay fresher and stuff. So I don't hate him. Um, I'm always down for AD. I'm pretty sure he's going to play. Um, I'd like to get more assurance here. But, I mean, if, you, if you're if you playing a tournament lineup. Oh, no Marcus Morris, by the way. That's just recent. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm down for AD uh, always. Uh, so what do you think? I'm more than with you there. Yeah, so many if, cheap, so many cheap guys today to get him in there. Exactly, and yeah, if AD is healthy, I love this matchup. Uh, especially if you know with Miritich out, Julius Randle could be limited. Who knows? So yeah, I'm I'm loving that. And actually, the the whole locker room narrative, I'm sort of, I'm almost flipping around to the point where people overreact so much. Oh, he went to the locker room. He almost always returns. He's only yeah. missed four four games this season. So God bless. Go get your ankle taped up. Miss a couple minutes of, of game time when he might have been on the bench anyway. What is he doing there? <laughs> I don't I don't know. And you know what? I don't care. Because he's crushing everyone in per game fantasy value. So oh why God, yeah. like I don't mind. He hasn't missed a game since late November, November twenty fourth. So all this hand wringing, I mean if that keeps his ownership rate down which should be close to a hundred percent i'm for it great <laughs> other people can be as scared as they want to be you know ad is going to be a hot free agent if i'm a, a gm and an owner you know what's the first thing i do to get ad to be attracted to join the team uh, retro you know uh, get that uh, locker room uh, souped uh, up man the locker room. big yeah, screens everywhere <laughs> top-notch training staff i mean you, you gotta think did that a couple dude years get him oh yeah they have a really nice locker room right now they, yeah. they have everything in there so yeah definitely uh give me give me a call if you can, i'll help hook you up anyways uh anybody else here i feel like Drew holiday could be definitely a good option yeah um, true. especially especially if ad's limited like he's gonna get major shots we saw him dish out 12 dimes in the last game. His defensive stats have been tremendous lately. Um, so definitely a guy to look at at FanDuel. He's priced up, but he's worth it, though. I would prefer Kyrie, but I would definitely take Drew over Kemba and those guys. Um, if you do want to fade Kyrie for whatever reason. Um, yeah. And maybe you do think that he gets shut down in a bad matchup. So Yeah, Drew, I mean, Drew he's like good. a 20-point, 10-assist lock. He's averaging almost three steals in December. Ridiculous. So I'm into him. Yep. Uh, Luke Walton said that Rajon Rondo and Brandon Ingram both look good in practice. Didn't really give up much information besides that. Didn't really talk if he would start, if he could play, so on and so forth. So we're pretty much going to get game time on that. Although the Lakers have been pretty good overall uh, on sharing information with their lineups. Um, like you said, I would just pretty much throw LeBron and AD in at each other and just plug in values and go from there. Um, what do you think about, I feel like that's probably the chalk strategy, so you're not going to be the only one doing that, but, um, I do rather like it. I sound, sounds like you're on the same page. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to have a lot of that. And then some lineups where I target heavily, like the mid range kind of guys, like instead of Kyrie, I'll play Bledsoe instead of, uh, you know, John Collins, I'll play Thad Young, stuff like that. But for sure, I, I love the AD LeBron, um, dual stud approach yep for sure um and then also all the other lakers i'm off though i mean javel's questionable with an illness brandon ingram might come back which kind of quashes kyle kuzma's upside Mm -hmm. rondo could play which crushes lonzo ball you know there's too much too many unknowns the only real steady here is lebron totally agree um luke walton did talk about small ball lineups the other day um said it was important to keep their quote shell defense um with perimeters and stuff so i feel like they may go smaller Especially when, like, when 80s off the floor, I feel like they're gonna go small. Like, that's kind of like yeah. definitely their go-to. Okay, um, I'm good hitting position. We're long enough on this pot, anyways. Let's just get out of here. 
I like it. All right, so you guys enjoy your weekend. Should be a lot of good amount of NBA games before the holiday coming up on Christmas. Five games in a row should be a blast. I'm gonna try to run my calm as early as I can uh, in the morning here. for Christmas. So uh, enjoy the games and get everything out. Um, all right, so we're out of here on that. You guys enjoy your weekend. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and thanks for coming on, Ryan. For sure. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.